I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. All right, today we're getting into domain rating, or DR, as we refer to it. Uh, when we're working on SEO, we're going to tackle some of the top questions that we consistently see about domain rating, including what exactly domain rating is, how it affects your website, your SEO ranking for search results, and what you can do to improve your domain rating. So with that being said, let's get into it. Let's start with the biggest question that we get, which is how do I increase my domain rating? So there are multiple steps and things that you can do daily, weekly, monthly, annually. And I'm just going to give you a handful, maybe six steps. One, work on your off-page SEO. That's backlinks, citations, um, anything that gives you a backlink, and that's do follow or no follow. Anything that sends signals to your website, work on those things. Two, work on your on-page SEO optimization. That's your internal linking structure. That's your content. That's making sure that everything... Um, is set up properly so that Google knows exactly what you're trying to rank for organically. Three, work on your technical SEO. Make sure that your rel canonicals are set up properly. Make sure that you don't have any 404 errors. Make sure that your 301s are working right. Make sure that your HTML is set up right. Your CSS is working right. That you don't have too many requests. Images aren't too big. Things like that. Everything technical. You can uh, work on these things through a program called Screaming Frog. Step four, make sure your website is mobile friendly. They're online, you can just do mobile friendly checkers. Uh, you have to be building websites, looking through mobile phones, different styles of them. You have to be always, always, always fixing your media queries, making sure that you're using mobile friendly themes, uh, mobile friendly content management software. If you're going that way, we would like to stay in WordPress. Um, even within WordPress, you have to make sure you're using a theme that's mobile friendly or you have to build in that code yourself. Uh, five, improve your page speed. So there's a trade-off between uh, quality and good looks and size and speed. So we work on 4K monitors. We make sure that the images are clear and crisp and always we're trying to get them below 100 KB. It's not always possible, but that's the trade-off. We're making it as clear, as crisp as we need it to be, and the size as small as we can so that it's served, looks good, and it's readable if it needs to be. Uh, maybe six, you might say increase your social media signals, your social signals. Make sure you're actively getting reviews on Google Bing, on Google, Yelp, Facebook, um, just YP, places like that, and, and that you're posting things on social media, you're getting likes, you're getting shares, you're getting tweets, um, and, and people are talking about you. Those social signals are a huge part of this. Absolutely, and you know, it's just basically like if, if people are talking about you somewhere on the internet, that is a strong signal to Google search and to the algorithm that your content is worth showing up in the search results um, just to touch on that last point. All right, so if you're listening, you're like, okay, that's great. I want to increase my domain rating, but what exactly is my domain rating? We're going to tackle that next. So remember, domain rating is an arbitrary term. It's actually an hrefs term, A-H-R-E-F-S. We say it hrefs. And so domain rating, it's a proprietary term created by hrefs. It's a metric. It's an algorithm. It's a bot. It's a crawler. It's a spider. It's an equation. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to 
check how strong your website is or a target website by the total backlink profile. And so when we talk about profile, we're talking about size, quality, you know, size being maybe quantity. So quantity and quality of backlinks. So DR is measured on, a, it's on a logarithmic scale. It's from zero to 100. Um, and so with 100 being the strongest. All right, so on the flip side of the DR, the domain rating, especially if you're just trying out hrefs and you're trying to get more into seo you'll notice another metric the url rating right next to the dr especially on your hrefs dashboard or when you're viewing a website so what exactly is the url rating we're going to cover that now so it's another proprietary um metric from Ahrefs. It's arbitrary. It doesn't have anything to do with how Google ranks you. It's just a way for you to look at everything consistently. And so it's uh, your URL rating. The short term is the UR rating. It's a metric. shows how strong a backlink profile of a target URL is. And it's on a scale of 1 to 100. Um, note that only do follow backlinks are taken into account. So all of the press releases you do, you will not see in the UR rating because typically those are no follows. Very important part of your SEO strategy is press releasing. A part of your backlink strategy, it doesn't help your UR because they are no follow. I think the main thing to remember is this counts your do follow backlinks. Whenever you're trying to find or do backlink research, we always use the tool. We, we uh, pull up a client, we funnel it by do follow only, we take a look, and then we, then we uh, filter it again by domain rating strength. And so now we're really going after the cream of the crop of the backlinks of our competitors and our competitors' competitors, and we're trying to take away those advantages, add strength to our client, our own website, so that our content can rank for what we're trying to get it to rank for. And so now we're gonna get into a bit of a history lesson here, talking about domain authority, which is kind of what domain rating started out as uh, back in the day um, and what it's kind of based on. And let's get into that a little bit. What is DA, domain authority, and what is PA? So, SEO gurus, Moz, you know, Moz is where we all started. Yoast and Moz, those are the, the grandfathers in this industry. Rand Fishkin wrote some great books about SEO. Everyone started there. Of course, HREFs, Screaming Frog, there have been a lot of people that enter the space and occupy the space as large entities with large data to give us alternate methods and additional methods to add to what we're doing and improve upon what we're doing. So the SEO gurus at Moz, you know, Moz is the grandfather in this industry, Moz, Yoast, and then you had other players come in like Neil Patel who uh, basically you know, reads everybody else and, and makes it look like he's original. Um, Search Engine Land, you've got Ahrefs, you've got all of these big data companies that show us on a large scale what is good, what is bad, what is working. So let's talk about these, his these terms uh, as used by Moz, alright, so DA is a domain authority. PA is page authority. They're very similar metrics. They are going to have a different algorithm than hrefs. They're going to measure similarly, but they're going to have, you're going to see, there's always going to be differences between DA, PA, and uh, UR and your DR over on hrefs. So they're just similar, different names for similar algorithms. Okay, so if we don't have hrefs or it's not in our budget right now, and we want to work on increasing our domain rating or our domain authority, 
which are which are very similar as far as the metrics go, which you just heard. How do we work on domain authority based on Moz's standards? So it's going to be a little bit different than DR. You know, Ahrefs is really focusing on your backlink profile. Uh, DA, PA are a little bit different, and so there are a couple steps you can follow. One, they always encourage you to choose a good domain name. Short domain names are great. Um, there used to be some theory behind picking a domain name that matches your service in your city. So if you're like a wine store and you're located in Tulsa, you know, you might pick uh, Wines Tulsa or Tulsa Wines. There is also great data on picking the matching URL for your business name uh, as it's seen out in the marketplace. And so I, we think that these are going to be trends that go back and forth. Google used to give a lot of um, credibility to matching URLs against queries. So if the major query in your city is not your business name, uh, but people are looking up wine in Tulsa and your website's Tulsa Wine or Wine Tulsa, you used to have an advantage. There is still data out there showing that these URLs do have uh, an advantage in some cases. You might create linkable content. So we do a lot of blogging for our clients. We're talking on the minimum side, our, our bloggers, uh, write a thousand words. On the high end, our bloggers write four thousand words. There's another word that's a little bit, uh, people are uncertain about it, but it's called link bait. I, I look at link bait as a positive thing. We're writing content that that attracts links, that people are like, I have to link to that resource. And so you might call that link bait. Uh, Moz is telling you to write linkable content, content that's worth being linked, shared. That That's a big part of your success story. Also, remove bad and toxic links. So with Ahrefs, you're really focusing on gaining um, amount and working on getting uh, high DR backlinks. With with the DA and the PA, they're telling you to focus on getting rid of bad links, get, getting rid of toxic links that might be passing on um, penalties to you. Google's algorithm is continually changing, and I think the theory here might be changing that one or two toxic might not be as dangerous as it once was. Of course, if you talk to someone that's been manually penalized and completely dropped out of the Google SERPs, you might get a different answer, and you always want to run from that because that could take months. You could lose thousands. If you're if you're a franchiser, I mean, you, you could you could lose your business if if your franchisees drop out of the SERPs and whatnot. So, um, there are some different things you have to talk about here in regard to what you're trying to do in the long run. Make sure that your website's mobile friendly. Obviously, again, just like DR and UR for, for pay, domain authority and page authority, it has to be mobile friendly. It has to be HTTPS protocol. You, your website can't be HTTP. There shouldn't be links that you're linking out to that are HTTP. There shouldn't be dead links inside your website linking to HTTP. Google wants your site to be linking to strictly secure things and to be completely secure within itself. Um, so make sure it's mobile friendly, make sure it's HTTPS. Become an authority within your niche. You're writing about all things in your niche. Google loves that. Um, that's going to help you with domain authority. That's going to help you with page authority. And then increase your load, um, your speed of your website. That's decreasing your page, uh, your your uh, images, maybe reducing some images, maybe getting rid of, rid of some of the functionality if you need to. You have to get your page size as close to 2, 2.5 megabytes as you can. You have to get it to load as close to 1 
to 1.5 seconds as you can. You may have to put a CDN on your site if it's a little larger and a little bit more resource intensive like many of our sites are. You may have to go with Cloudflare or use GoDaddy CDNs. You may have to use caching plugins. You may have to have caching on your um, on your server side, you may have to do some things to speed up your sites, and, and you have to be aware that it is a part of the game. That these all of the things are going to go into a higher DA um, versus a higher PA type of thing. Yeah, and one thing worth noting there as we're wrapping this up is when you're coming to linking content and you're sending traffic out to another resource, um, there is a big difference in the type of link that you can send: a no-follow link or a do-follow link. Let's talk about that for a second and why it's important to make sure that if we're sending links out that they need to be no follow or do follow in, and in which cases we do that. So they're on your homepage, you really want to send out do follow links on your homepage. It, it's fairly unnecessary. There are use cases where it does make sense. Um, but the place where you might send out some do follow links would be in blogs. Um, Google loves it when you link to other resources that are high quality. And so you might pass some do follow um, authority to those things so that Google can crawl them while they're crawling your blog. And they can say, okay, this resource is getting a user. It's, it's the usability for the user is very high. It's sending them to additional resources if they need it. Without that do follow, uh, Google can't really crawl and see what you're sending them to, so it doesn't really benefit your site. It really is just there as an additional link for the reader. If the reader sees need for it, then there's the link. They can go right to the site. Google doesn't really give you any added uh, benefit for that. Um, but sending out do follows on the homepage, it's not really something that you should practice. Sending out do follows on your cornerstones doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. There could be some consideration um, in some situations like with vendors and with um, crediting bodies or something like that or a franchisor um, if, if they're not doing it where everything's built on their website. Um, there are multiple places that allow you to build your own website which is a terrible strategy but there might be some different use cases where it does make sense. The general rule of thumb is on these cornerstone homepages, try not to pass any do follow link juice out of those pages. On blogs, you can use it as a strategy. Send people to some really great resources and Google will value you doing that. All right, well, as always, if you guys have questions about domain rating or hrefs uh, or Moz, any of those things, or just general questions about SEO, hit us up, Dave at knowsatconsulting.com and William at knowsatconsulting.com. But for now, I'm Dave. I'm William. And this has been the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>